If you will open to 704, we'll begin with the first stanza. Yesterday, we saw Mary preparing for Christmas. Today, we focus, or the focus begins, with Joseph. We read from Luke's second chapter, which I hope you will hear many more times this season. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling cloths, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. In Jesus' name, beloved of God, This Joseph, he was no ordinary Joe. He was from the house and line of David, one of the greatest kings in the history of Israel. Royal blood flowed in Joseph's veins. Under David's rule, Jerusalem had become the capital city and the borders of the land were extended about as far as they ever would be. It was a golden age for Israel when David was king, and Joseph was this king's descendant. But what did it get for Joseph? All it meant on that day was that he had to go from the region of Galilee, leave his home in Nazareth, and go several days' journey to a little town a few miles south of Jerusalem in a region known as Judea. The town was called Bethlehem. It was the birthplace of King David, and so, like Jerusalem, it was also called the city of David. Joseph was the descendant of a great king, but it brought him no wealth, It brought him no power. When the emperor in far-off Rome waved his little ringed finger, Joseph was uprooted. Mary also went along to register, which shows that she, too, was descended from David. She may have had a donkey to ride. Probably not. They were that poor. 
Royal Joseph had no say at all about when the decree took effect. And it seemed like the very worst timing for a trip like this. Mary was going to have a baby. It seemed like a poor time for Joseph to take an expectant mother on a trip. She had just been down this way six months before. Too bad she couldn't have stayed. But then she would not have had the marriage with Joseph to protect her from being stoned as an adulteress. It seemed like bad timing when Joseph and Mary finally walked the last miles up the little valley which Bethlehem overlooked. The place was jammed and the inn was filled to capacity. It seemed like bad timing that while in their makeshift quarters, Mary's time came to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She had never had a baby before. And yet at this crucial time, she was so alone that she herself had to wrap the baby in strips of cloth. If ever there was a time when someone wanted to be home for Christmas, it might well have been Joseph on that first Christmas. How it must have pierced him that he could not give his bride anything better than a stable in which to have her baby. How alone Mary must have felt. But she and Joseph were not the only ones away from home Even the Son of God had left his home with the Father and the Holy Spirit to be born in Bethlehem. It seemed like bad timing, but it was just the right time. As Paul wrote to the Galatians, when the time had fully come, God sent his Son, born of a woman, born under law to redeem those under law that we might receive the adoption as sons. It is a wonderful thing to be home for Christmas, to share our joy with loved ones, and most, if not all of you, will get to go home. But there are always some, like hospital patients or those in the armed forces, who cannot go home. And whether or not we are home for Christmas, God gives us those with whom we may share our joy. Like shepherds from the hills, we may have never met before. Joseph was not home for Christmas. Mary was not. Neither were the shepherds. The very Son of God left his home, but he did it to make his home with us, that he might redeem us from our sins and give us his heavenly home. Here is the essence of Christmas, not where we are at a particular time, but where he is, for he is Emmanuel, 
God at home with us. And his timing will always be the very best in your life, too. Here is the song, then, that we sing. Rejoice, then, you sad-hearted, who sit in deepest gloom. Despair not, he is near you. He's standing at the door, who best can help and cheer you and bids you weep no more. Stanzas four and five. Thank you.